Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory forever. Today we celebrate the life of a, of a great saint, a great martyr, Lucia. And of course, the famous story was that connected to her, one where they celebrated actually in Norway and Sweden and all those countries, is that there had been a, fr a prolonged frost in the waterways that lead to those countries and no food was getting in, people were starving. And they prayed and, and, they, and the people prayed and in particular they asked for the help of Santa Lucia. And so one night, in the middle of the night, there was seen a, a light shining brightly in the distance that with a, from with, standing on top of a ship and the ship was coming right through all that ice. And the light was shining bright. And when, he, when the light came closer, they saw it was Santa Lucia. And she had candles lit on the top of her head. And um, anyway, the story is that she helped unload, gave the packages, and then she disappeared. Well, I mean, it's such a popular story in that part of the world that every year around, the, around this day, on this day actually, they celebrate uh, her feast day. And so in any given town, the youngest maiden, the oldest maiden uh, um, dresses up all in white and there's a procession through the town and all the girls of that town, all the young girls who are still yet virgin, they uh, they process with them, and so they reenact kind of that moment when Santa Lucia came and sort of saved the day. Now it's uh, it's when we hear a story like that, we kind of go, "Well, that sounds very fanciful or something," but in actuality, it's true, and it's been true for, the, for throughout the ages, and. The martyr herself was, is incorrupt as far as I know. Um, so anyway, we acknowledge her today in, in this great day. And so she's an example, I guess. The second reading had to do with the, the, the ten virgins, five with oil and five without, how she labored in the vineyard of the Lord. Her life was about laboring in the vineyard of the Lord as a, as a young woman. And because she lived in the vineyard, the vineyard of the Lord, then she was, you know, the Roman authorities brought her to task and, uh, you know, eventually they killed her and she became this martyr, this, this martyr, <coughs> where you can actually see her body in, uh, if you go to, uh, I think it's in Venice, in St. Mark's Cathedral, I believe that's where her body is. And it looks like she fell asleep, actually. That's what people say about it. One of our brethren went there and venerated her body, venerated her relics when he was visiting in that part of the world. So what to tell us that God doesn't miss anything. He doesn't miss one thing. He is always looking for to see that we are, are following after him and he wants us to follow after him more than anything. And he wants us to remain faithful in, in everything so that we don't despair, but we actually have confidence in a repenting kind of fashion. We have confidence, of course, in the will of God and that he has 
what his plan for what he desires of us is that we find salvation in him so we look to these saints like Santa Lucia and Saint Seraphim Saraf and Saint Juliana Lazarevo and all the various saints, even the modern saints, the Optian elders, other Amros, we look to these saints that, that what did they do in their life? What was in their life that is worthy of note? And that's why, as an Orthodox practice, we have to read the lives of saints. We need to read them every day, if possible, because in it we begin to see how humankind can be transformed into being restored to the image and likeness of God so that they find uh, uh, so that we find solace in him and we find our place with him in paradise and then you know eventually the new heaven and the new earth so it's important not only that we read the lives of saints but that we look in those lives of saints for the things that they did that could help us with our struggles like, I always think of St. Moses the Black. I think that every modern male in North America should look to St. Moses the Black because he was a man that overcame the difficulty of lust. He overcame it. God cured him of it. And he showed that in his life how he was just adamant that he... Um, would overcome this vice in himself. And so, you know, <clears throat> that's just one example. There are others, others like St. Exenia, who is a fool for Christ, and although we're not maybe called to be fools for Christ, maybe we see in her a woman who was faithful to her husband, even after he passed away. And that even though he himself was, was an unrepentant sinner, she repented on his behalf for him. So it shows that even in, even if someone perishes, we can lay down our life for our friend continually through our prayers for them. There, there's never a time when, in fact, we are not supposed to pray for those who are in either in this world or not in this world anymore, any longer, that we continue to pray for them and so that we continue to offer blessings on their behalf, like through the services and through the names that we submit to the, to the priest in whatever church we, we attend. We, we, whenever we're attending, we give our names, the living and the dead, so that they are remembered. Uh, memory eternal, we say. Memory eternal. Memory eternal. That's, that's what it's all about. And so we remember those, and so we continue to serve them and pray that God will lift them out of if they are in darkness, if they are in the embers of burning flames and all that, that God will somehow give them a brief moment of peace and maybe even rethink the whole situation. God will, maybe. So just to say that He is merciful, He is kind, He is wonderful, and He wants us to be with Him in paradise. So when we look to the life of Santa Lucia, we look at someone who was faithful unto the last breath of her lungs, and God rewarded us with showing her to be this beautiful, incorrupt saint who loves and, and prays for so many people throughout the world, and that they impact the world. These saints impact the world with their lives and their living. So may God give us strength. One last saint just to remember, brothers and sisters, one of the great saints of modern times, St. John of Shanghai, 
people actually have told me, I've, I heard this at Mother Catherine's Monastery, a, 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 a Greek man who is, um, he's pretty well known in the Greek church. Um, his name is Dimitri. And he was sharing with me how when he was having a really, really hard time that he, wa he went into his house and he looked up and he didn't even know who it was at the time. Found out later. And he had this whole interaction with this person. And later on when he described the person, he said, well, that's St. John. <clears throat> so, you know, he was telling me that St. John has appeared to many people since his repose. And not only that, but people go up and they write letters and they're asking for their prayers to be um, answered. And he answers, and, and, and God answers his prayers. And things happen, miraculous things happen as a result of that. So we can take solace in that we understand God even, even allows his saints to intercede on our behalf while still in this world. And so that we ask for their help and intercession and that we give glory to him. God for all things. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory, Glory forever. forever.